0: everybody needs money that's why they call it money hey we're recording the podcast shut up good morning to you wherever you are because it is morning somewhere for january 4th 2024 my name is bernie burns with me right over there here to apologize for flashing the entire Sugar Bowl home audience. Ashley, how you doing?
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know, feeling so embarrassed.
0: Not, this is not who I am.
1: And well, also, we're laughing. joined by a very surprised cat.
0: We're laughing because the cat is sleeping on the couch. He was. And I think we have proof that now that is an energetic opening to a morning <laughs> show. He shot up like a rocket. So,
1: <laughs> welcome to the day, mush.
0: So I have to say, Ashley is going to be a little bit under today because Ashley had a very, very rough night. I should say the baby had a very rough night. And as a result, Ashley was up because she has the magic touch and can calm the baby and it, it, it didn't work. Like I helped, I got up and helped and I couldn't help. And then Ashley just was, it was a rough night. Let's put it that way.
1: I'm, I'm mainlining my coffee.
0: Being a mother in a house with, Especially young kids, like kids under five. It is the mom is the center of the whole house. Like everyone who lives in that home, their number one relationship is that person. She is everyone's number one. She's my number one, my primary relationship. She's every one of the kids primary relationship. I would argue that you're probably your own primary relationship because you're taking care of yourself.
1: The cat was sleeping on me last night.
0: Even the cat won't sleep on me. The cat (laughs) has to sleep on you. We saw, we were uh, at the pub the other day and we saw this couple with a young kid, probably three months old, maybe four months old. Yes, it
1: was baby, baby.
0: Baby, baby. And baby wasn't really being that bad, but it was kind of just like,
1: "Eh, eh, eh,"
0: and being a little bit uncontrollable. And finally, the dad did the thing that dads do, which is like, here, let me just take the baby. I'm going to go outside with the baby and, and walk the baby in the stroller. And you just have a second. And let me get the baby out of here. And as soon as he walked away, she just put her heads in her hand, looked down at the table and just had a moment to herself. And both Ash and I were like, oh, man,
1: I feel you, girl. I've been there. Oh, my God. I've been there. And sometimes like just all you need sometimes is that moment you just need to breathe for a second. Uh, but it's, yeah, you, you look at that lady and you're like, I have been where you are. I, my utmost sympathy, you want me to walk the kid? I'll walk the kid. Um, he, right. But, but dad, dad was all over it and it was great. We, uh, we left and we saw him is just pushing the kid up and down outside on the sidewalk.
0: It's funny too. Cause when we were on the plane with Evie and she was acting up and we were both just walking her to the back, to the galley essentially, and just getting her away from the people she was crying next to try to break up the parts of the plane that
1: she's crying next to. God, I must have spent hours just in the galley Yep, in the near corner. near the rear toilets just rocking the baby going go to sleep.
0: And uh the, it was so great because every time you did it, they would come up to you and they would say, uh hey, can I do anything to help? All these mothers who hadn't had a baby for a while, they all got it. They just like they just offered to help you. And me, they would just walk by when they saw me and they'd say, "Good job, dad." <laughs> <laughs> it's like your turn in the barrel. No offer to help or anything. Just like, good job, dad. But I, I can't imagine, too. Shout out to anybody. And there's so many people in the world doing that alone. How in the hell do you get that done? It's How do you Im- get it done? Impossible. It, uh,
1: it, I, it's impossible, and yet so many people do it. I don't understand it. it. Doing the it's impossible the every day. Every day.
0: I, I used to grow up, and I'd watch you know, uh sports. And they'd interview these athletes, and they'd always talk about their mom raising them as a single mom and taking them to football practice, and they buy, you know, they get a contract, and they buy their mom a house. And as a kid, I was like, okay, that's cool. These guys are really into their mom. And then once <laughs> I had kids, I was like, I want to go back in time and buy those ladies a house. <laughs> I mean, how the hell? How, honestly, how the hell does anybody do it by themselves? So shout out to the people that are getting that done. You know it would be a, a great way— uh, for a kid to ensure he could buy you a house, is if you uh, train him to be an esports player from the age of like five <laughs> years old. That'd be a great way to do that.
1: You know, the the youngest kid I ever knew who was an esports player? I think he was six.
0: But, uh, six years old. I think the crazy thing is, what's the oldest esports player you ever knew that was active?
1: Oh, Mid 20s?
0: Yeah, like 24, 20, maybe 25.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's tough that it's like they talk about like the slowdown and it's like you expect them to be like geriatric and it's like it's not. It's just you're not. Sixteen on, you know, in the midst of like hormone overlord, uh, overlord, overload, (laughs) and long night, (laughs) Uh And you know, sorry, but the the youngest kid was little Romeo. He was a Halo player during the. I remember little Romeo. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was a cute kid too, and he was good. He was really good.
0: uh Well, I tried to look up the oldest esports player, and it says it's seventy nine year old Swedish gamer who plays Counter Strike, but. I'm wondering, like, who's who's been to Worlds, you know, in League of Legends or something like
1: that. Yeah, those guys all seem 20s. Can, um, can, But there was... What, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, well, maybe
0: I'll talk about this later, but at some point I would like to talk about esports had a weird year in 2023.
1: They and, It did. It had a weirdly down year.
0: I would... Go so far as to say, maybe even call that a crash. That's off the cuff here, but maybe we'll talk about that one
1: Well, let's let's let that rock tumble for a little bit and talk about another gaming accomplishment because um, Tetris has been beat to submission at long last by a human, not a robot. What do you mean? Um, A 13-year-old kid just uh, got to the point in Tetris where Tetris crashes.
0: Oh, he got like the kill screen on Tetris.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, which was thought to be impossible by a human. Um, but he just did it. impossible
0: so, by a human. <laughs> it's,
1: it's been done by AI before, but, uh, humans, um, the limitation is the input with, you know, with fingers and everything. And there's been like, <laughs> there's this article from Ars Technica, I'll put it in the link dump because it's really quite fascinating talking about the different sort of techniques that players have developed over the years to try to, uh, get you to try to get blocks to the sides as fast as possible because once you pass a certain point in the game, like level 29, um, that's when the game is at its fastest speed. And it's almost impossible to get a block to the side to get it into place.
0: I've seen them do things like where they put the controller on their lap and hit it with both the motion of moving the hand with the controller and moving the hand that's tapping the controller. Yeah, so there's...
1: I'm trying to find um, the part in this article where these like special like grips are. There's a... Hold on, a delayed auto... uh, Delayed auto shift? No, that's not it. Um, But uh, anyway... it's in the link dump. And uh, this 13-year-old kid just got... He got um, 1,500 lines in when what was thought to be around the max you could get was about 290.
0: 290 lines in. Now, what what is that lines completed? That, that's
1: when you get to... Yes, that's when okay. you get to the, the level 29. That's when it gets to that fastest speed. And usually it's going so fast that you can't last long after that. But he... He must have been, like, in a zone.
0: So now, what What are we talking about? Do you know here, is it, te- are we talking about Tetris on the Game Boy? This is,
1: this is Tetris on NES.
0: On NES, specifically, specifically. okay. Because yeah. there's been a billion versions of Tetris.
1: There have. I wonder if that comes up in the, like, in the best-selling games list, because there have been so many Tetris's.
0: Uh Yes, it's actually a weird one. I was going to mention that, because we were talking about Minecraft earlier this week being the best-selling game of all time. Tetris is also on that list, but it's on that list in a few different places because it's the different versions of the game, which apparently are somehow different titles entirely. For instance, the game boy version of Tetris, which is the one that kind of made it explode all over the world. uh, That is different than the EA owned version of Tetris. And I'm not really sure why oddly enough, it might tie into other things we've talked about this week, like copyright.
1: Okay. That, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense.
0: There's a, there's a whole, I didn't see it.
1: There's a documentary or something about Tetris too, right? About how it like got out of Russia.
0: I I think it's the, I think it's a, like a social network style movie where it's like, it is a documentary, but it's not.
1: It's a draw, drama, documentary. I'm sure there's (laughs) a name for it.
0: (laughs) It's a true crime podcast. Let me see. Tetris. I think it's on HBO.
1: Anyway, shout out to this kid, Blue Shooty. It's super insanely impressive. He's going to get all the babes.
0: Tetris, it, the it, you're like the classification of the genre. Tetris is a 2023 biographical thriller film <laughs> based on the true <laughs> events around the race to license and patent the video game Tetris from Russia in the late 1980s during the Cold War.
1: There's uh, there's someone impressive in that. I think who's impre- who's in that. Um, uh, Taron
0: Egerton. He's uh, oh, yeah, played like Elton John, and then you like him
1: from Kingsman. I like him a lot in Kingsman. He's great. Those are great movies. Even the ones, well, not okay, I'm gonna make Are a qualification you? here. no 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 yeah. not the prequel. I did not enjoy the prequel at all i I fell the out of that at the weird
0: Rasputin, Rasputin that's where you fell fight.
1: Out. I was like, I don't know what's happening here, but I was I didn't finish that movie and I love the other Kingsman movies. even the the second one, which was not as good as the first one. and I liked the third one because I liked I thought the uh was it the king there was the president's statesman the the American <laughs> versions were so funny. They're like, here's my lasso.
0: It's Pedro Pascal. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's one of the first things we saw him in that wasn't Game of Thrones, I think.
0: Yeah, he goes way back. Apparently, he was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Really? Yeah, he's been working for a really long time. So I pulled up, this is from Wikipedia, top-selling video games of all time. Uh, Minecraft at 300 million copies. Grand Theft Auto 5 at 190 million. Tetris, parentheses, EA, 100 million copies. Wii Sports, PUBG, Mario Kart, Super Mario Brothers, Red Dead Redemption, Overwatch, Witcher 3, Tetris 1989, 48 million copies.
1: Wow, okay. Yeah,
0: which would move, it wouldn't move Tetris up in the rankings to combine those, but it's it's interesting that it's the one on there that's multiple versions of itself. Unless you count, you know, every Nintendo game, which is kind of like Hey,
1: Hey, stop right there. I got you no problems with right it. There. I
0: have no problems with it, but Nintendo makes the same games over and over again, and we don't care. It, it, i i'm not making fun of them they do it and everybody loves it and i'm one of those people
1: sort of but i really hate nintendo if you're listening i'm sure you are we are you know a trending podcast could you please consider maybe porting <laughs> getting double dash on the switch thank you
0: yes you know there's all this uh talk about the switch too this week and i don't know if Lots nintendo, of rumors nintendo made that, an official statement or something i but, don't
1: I don't think so, but everyone's expecting an announcement imminently that it's going to release this year and that it's going to be a Switch 2. Not there, like.
0: There was some kind of verbiage, though, of tempering where it was said that it's going to be more of an iteration rather than a revolution.
1: Yeah, but I think that's all industry analysts. So it's okay. all still guesswork.
0: But that's shocking. Nintendo would make an iteration and not a revolution. I mean, when Nintendo makes revolutions, they're enormous and they're iterations are tremendous as well. So they hit they they hit it all the time, except, all the time.
1: Except for the Wii U. But the other thing I want to talk about today is, did you see an email we got from Amazon?
0: No, what was the email we got from Amazon?
1: Um, They are adding ads uh-huh. now to their streaming video.
0: You had me. They had <laughs> me in the first half there. I thought they were adding ads to our podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i like, all right, let's do it. All right, a, only for you, Amazon. So
0: Amazon is putting ads on what?
1: So this is Prime Video. So think like The Boys. Think Reacher, which... Okay. Is 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 streaming now the second season of Reacher with our friend Alan Richardson. Uh he is built like a truck. Yeah. In in this series. And he
0: was big when we worked with him and now he's just massive. I wonder if he's tired of hearing about how big he is though, too.
1: Uh possibly, but considering how hard he has to work to get there, maybe not. Probably so. Yeah. Um, but they're there. He adding, should be in Minecraft. <laughs> um ads uh are coming out of the streaming service. Uh it looks like um the 29th of January in North America, internationally on February 5th, um, or you can pay an additional $3 a month to to stay ad-free.
0: Okay, okay. So just more money.
1: Yeah, seems like it's similar to what uh, Netflix did. Netflix added um, an ad-supported tier and then just uh, made that the cheaper one and then made the other one a little bit more expensive. Although they've had a couple price hikes since they introduced that, I think, so.
0: Have they made (laughs) any speculation as to how much money this is going to generate?
1: Um, there was a, uh, third party article. Um, this is from Bloomberg saying that it is expected to generate an extra $5 billion in revenue. So wow. maybe they can make up for the 50 some odd million dollars. That stupid Citadel show.
0: I don't even know what you're so. talking about. What is Citadel?
1: Um, so it has Rob Stark. And one of the Jonas brothers it has
0: Rob Stark, actually the fictional character, or no, it the actor? It has
1: the actor. Okay. Um, and one of the Jonas brothers' wives, who's uh, um, uh,
0: <laughs> I would love if this <laughs> was the poster starring <laughs> Rob Stark and one of the Jonas brothers' wives.
1: You know, I don't know anybody's names. Um, Isn't one of the
0: Jonas brothers' wives
1: Priyanka? Yes, one of the if Jonas Sansa brothers' Stark. wives uh, was. They're getting divorced, and it's messy. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, and they're like spies, and they're like enemies but maybe they're not but he doesn't remember anything and uh but then he's going to get his memories back and who's betraying who and who's the real mole and it's you know it's exactly what we expect that kind of show to be but where um with the night, A- uh, night agent the one the, on Netflix anyway that's like the top watched show for the year on on Netflix uh that one it hit all the marks but I really enjoyed it and Citadel not as much.
0: Well, how, how do you feel about it though? Will you? Will it change your viewing habits on Amazon Prime?
1: No, not really. the The one that drives my viewing habits on Amazon Prime, hands down, is the Boys.
0: I'm trying to think what other Amazon shows I watch. You're a big fantasy fan. Did you watch the uh, Tolkien we, series? Uh, no, no. I we didn't even watch that at all. No.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. Did is Amazon Prime where the um Wheel of Time is? Because I did watch that. Um and. Mrs. Maisel. We really loved Mrs. Maisel.
0: We watched... uh, Yeah, we loved Mrs. Maisel. But that's uh, over We watched uh, Bluey, too. Uh, It's where we get Bluey here.
1: Yes, but only because we buy it.
0: Right, because that's where... We had trouble getting Bluey over here in the UK, and everyone was recommending that if we're going to have our kiddo watch anything, they should watch Bluey. And they were right. It's a great show. It's a great show. Yeah, Bluey's a great show. I still don't understand, though, why kids' shows change over time. That still doesn't make any sense to me. Like, all the kids, different generations, like... The older boys watch Blues Clues. Uh, some kids are watching Cocoa Melon. Some kids all watch SpongeBob. And it's weird how the kids' shows change over time. Kids have never seen any media. Why wouldn't they just watch the same things again and again? But I guess they just bro, do.
1: Bro, bro, we got toys to sell.
0: Mr. Rogers, Come on. you know? To- Sesame to- Street.
1: Toys to sell, let's go.
0: Yeah. Did you hear that they had to go back, though, and get rid of Snuffleupagus from Sesame Street? No, why? Because Snuffleupagus, uh, who was Big Bird's friend that no one else could see, Uh, They thought it would give kids anxiety that adults wouldn't believe them when they told them about something or someone.
1: Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Did, did they get rid of him, or did they make him I, visible to other people? I think
0: they made him visible to other people, yeah. They, they, they got rid of his, that characteristic of him.
1: I was going to say, that's imaginary friend erasure, and I won't stand for it.
0: It uh, Listen, I'm going to type in here for the first time in my life, <laughs> Snuffleupagus. I don't know how good, to spell that. Good
1: luck spelling that. Uh, when I was little, I watched My Little Pony, the OG. Upagus,
0: Snuffle um, Snuffleupagus. Up, you like UP? UP, Snuffle Up Agus. That's his name. I thought it was Snuff Agus. For many years, only Big Bird would see Scruffy, Snuffy, excuse me, uh, because he would always leave when Big Bird wanted to get others, leading everyone to believe that Snuffy was simply an imaginary friend. But after Sesame Street presents Follow That Bird, Big Bird finally succeeded in revealing Snuffy to his friends on Sesame Street.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the The Sesame Street lore runs deep.
0: I don't know. They don't have it here. This is from Wikipedia again, so who knows? But, you know, I I always heard that that was the reason why they they made Snuffy be able to be seen. I mean, it's it's a
1: really sweet reason. Ah, Priyanka Chopra. That's the name of the uh, Jonas wife that's in Citadel. She is actually... It's it's actually reductive to call her Jonas' wife. I apologize. She's actually a very well known Indian actress.
0: Well, you can reference someone if you don't know. Look, her. I don't
1: know anyone's names. I'll also be like, you know, the guy uh, with the nose that was in the movie um, with like the you know like the really hot lady who.
0: <laughs> you should make trailers, I think, for shows be- because <laughs> starring Rob Stark and the lady who's married to the Jonas brother who isn't Rob Stark's sister. <laughs> By the way, she's got a great career on her own. Sorry about that. (laughs) All right. Well, that'll do it for us today. Ash, I had an idea maybe for a Friday segment. People seem to really like when you were throwing the headlines at me yesterday and just uh, having that quick little roundup. So what if on Friday we try to go back and we'll listen to all the podcasts from the week? Find all the places the things we didn't talk about, like my nursing story that I didn't talk about yesterday. I'm
1: dying to hear it. Yeah,
0: and then we'll pick those up at the end of the week so we can finish those thoughts off. How about that? That sounds great. All right, we'll be here tomorrow to talk about that. Hopefully you will be as well. Bye, everybody.